Welcome to Date Night Podcast. A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. So you made it back to Raven Tree. And I'm really confused about this drow woman and this weird froggy hoppy thingy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's more kangaroo-y. So what's uh, what's the plan? You got all this. We just gear got to Raven Tree. Like holding. We've got lots of stuff. Did we get I, it all in I one turn? Turn my bag inside out. Uh-huh. No, and spearhead just scatters all <laughs> over the ground. Spearhead doesn't have the same dramatic effect. You should no, probably it take it. We should take it to Peepus or Dern's accent. I was not using Dern's accent. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Who wants a spear?" You should take it where. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go try and see if I see Pippi Pigeon Toe within sight. If not, I'm heading towards the common house. Are we ta- we're taking her this stuff, right? So she can yes. distribute it. Correct. Yeah, she was up next to the common house with her. Hey, yo, Pippi! Last you saw. So you pick up as much, or you carry I all this stuff cart. and shuffle. No, the cart oh. didn't make cart it. So you, you had tree. to hold it all. No sequoias. So you're shuffling up and. Uh, uh, so Rick Mash sees you, comes and grabs some of the stuff out of your hands. Oh, oh thank oh, God. Let, let me help you with some of that. He's thank stealing you. our stuff! He's our friend. Uh, His uh, brother was a traitor. Thanks for bringing that up every time I see you. <laughs> and uh, he sees Henna actually walking behind you. He's holding a few of the things. And uh, Is that her name? Yeah. So he he's basically gets a little bit clumsy with the things that he's holding and drops some of them on the ground. Uh, hey, that was good coin. Don't uh, drop he, that. He picks it back up. Uh, yeah, let's let's get these over to Pippi. Okay, he didn't drop one of the bags of ball bearings I've purchased. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you take them over to Pippi? Yep. Oh, boy, these are great. I got everything except I still only have one gold left. And oh. I hand it back. Oh, okay. But I charge one gold for ha- gold. No, for you don't. Fee. No, you don't. Um, sure. She just flips the coin over there. No. Can I have that? Because I'm at 29 gold and I'd really like to even it out. Sure. <laughs> I'm broke. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. I can throw this out then or do I need to hang on to it? Let's give it to me. I'm going to order. Okay. So we got all your stuff. This is amazing. Oh, you've got some armor. Not Did, uh, much armor. Some nails. Did you get nails? I got you um, 25 pounds of nails. Oh, this will certainly help with the construction. Hold up, hold up. Did uh, did a dwarf by the name of Dern happen to come into town, do you know? Um, Dern? No, there was a dwarven bookbinder oh. who came from... Uh, Silver's blessing, who who's come into town a little before you guys left, actually. Oh, really? What's his name? Where is he? Uh, he's <laughs> up in in Silver's refuge. I don't know if I caught his name. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Anyway. Sure. Thank you. This is amazing. Do I need to let you know what I actually bought? Um. Eventually, I'll have to know. Yeah. Okay. I'll write it down. Okay. Please. 
I can figure out how it factors into what the town has. Not playing that character right now. Let's flip past that in my book. Um, yeah, so... I, I just... I. Just can't thank you enough for throwing all this stuff across the table. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> really? Was was the journey um, troublesome? You're back so fast. We have a wimbly wombly stick, thanks to the tree and a, a, a Lonnie. Makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> I wish my pigeons had one of those. Mm. I've lost quite a few of them again lately. I'm no. sorry. Like lost, lost, or like. Well, they've gone out to try and find some help, and never mind. I don't really want to talk about it. No, tell me more. What were their names? Well, there was Kevin, and there was Lila, and there was Chenoweth. There was Greeny. He was pink. There was Pinky. He was pink, too. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. No, wonderful I'm not done listening to her talk about her uh, pigeons. There was there was Pony. He was really big. There was also Gilly and Gabby. They were sisters. They were the talkative, Goodbye, most talkative pigeons. <laughs> Bye. Thanks again. Uh, Come back and see me. It's hard to find too many good-looking gnomes around here. <laughs> Want me to tell you about my pigeons? Good-looking gnomes, you say? Yeah, that was one of the names of one of my pigeons. It I'd was a good-looking gnome and uh, ugly gnome. Bloody hell. All right, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> but they haven't been back. I mean, so many pigeons lost. I'm down to just these few. Okay, then... bye. <laughs> <laughs> these ball bearings that I purchased, I figured that they could be used by leather workers to make... Leather, jerk, or leather jerkins into studded leather armor. Okay. Or to oh, Home Alone wait, style. Anyway. I gotta go find somebody who studded could build. Do, should I give her no, my I little model? I'm trying to figure out how you're gonna the, fasten ball bearings to the, leather. The, the, my tinker model? Or should I roll for that at this point? You wanna try and tinker a... Uh, the, using, yeah, you have to try and make it, I guess. Yeah. So I've been tinkering with it. If you're a leather worker, email us. Plus what? My proficiency bonus? Intelligence plus proficiency. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, you do build a little something, and you have, like, the uh, the leverage is right. Like, it's the... And when you force it down with your hand, you can get it to flip out a pebble. But you can't get the tensioners to hold and then hold the thing down. So, like, you've got the crude model of, like, what you saw in the picture in terms of the shape of the bowl that holds the stone and the the length of the arm and the fulcrum and and all that. But the way that you can pull the tension back and have it work without sort of helping it with your fingers on this little model is not something you were able to put together yet. Okay. So you got to start. You got to start. I'm going to go back. uh, I'm going to go try again. What are you going to spend the... uh, It's still early in the day. Yeah, I'm going to try doing it again. Okay. So I'll spend the next hour doing that, and I'll erase another 10 GP. Okay. Or can I actually use the... Can I unbuild this one and then re, like reuse the parts, or should I just go ahead and spend the you GP? You should probably spend it for the checks. Like, it uh, expends them. Okay. Just in trial and error. So you want to roll again? Yeah. 
No. No. That's, uh, five plus eight. That's okay. less. Yeah. Um, you start to get some ideas about, like, some of the potential, like, raw elements that you could use to make something that would be a little bit more flexible than some of the ropes you were trying to use already, but you still sort of haven't figured out how to rig them up. Another hour. Go on another hour, okay. That's 18 plus 8. <laughs> All right. You get your little model, another 10 gold, but you get your little model <laughs> functional. It's throwing the little pebbles. Um, so you think you have a pretty good idea in a way that you could explain how to maybe make that on a bigger scale to somebody um, who maybe had some tinkering or some construction skills of their own. Yo, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go What can't he do? <laughs> so... You go find Yohei in Chief Tagata Inn. That's probably where I am. I'm at the bar, um, just tinkering away, just with flipping little pebbles into <laughs> and a little sipping glass. Sipping on chillers on the mm-hmm. like with the that. toothpicks at the mm-hmm. bar. <laughs> Yohei's over there trying to build a um, ballista to shoot the toothpicks at your mangonel while you're sort of flipping the rocks over in his direction. How well does he do? He's um, bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> because of my pebbles? No, he's just stuck himself with a couple of the toothpicks, like right here between Ooh. the in the webbing, like right between your fingers. Oh. Yes, he has webbed fingers. He has webbed fingers. <laughs> I didn't mention this before, but he's just got his mouth wide open and this look of... On his face as he pulls the toothpick out. I forget. In the original Bandit Battle, what weapon did Yohei have? A spear. A spear. So he can't control toothpicks, <laughs> but... He had that spear. He had that spear. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how good he was with it, but he had it. Okay, so while he's doing that, mm-hmm. I go find Rick Mosh. Is he still near Henna? Yeah, he's actually talking to Henna. Okay. I walk up. Um... <clears throat> I, I better get back to uh, to uh, Fury. Um, I'll Kira. Do uh, you know Hannah? Uh, sort of. I, I got some work to do. Okay, uh, I'll see you later. I was actually coming to find. Oh, uh, to talk to me. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, what's up? Except Hannah's here now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna, I was planning on talking to Rick Mosh and seeing what was up. With his reaction to Henna. Um, so I guess you stand there for a little while with some awkward silence, and Henna just kind of rubs the back of her neck and uh, turns around and says, uh, I, I, I better go feed um, Malkovich. What oh, is that eat? what that thing's name is? Yes. His name is Malkovich. He's a squawk. What's a squawk? I'm sorry, I just don't understand what this creature is. It's just, I've never seen one before. Well, they're, not, they're not very common at all. There's very few of them left, so far as I understand. And they're sort of tame, or this one is, right? This one is, yes. So he's safe to be around town, mm. right? Oh, yes, Malkovich is safe. When we're traveling, he's always on alert. So that, that's... And that's why he hopped at us. Yeah, he usually just tries to, um, I mean, he doesn't usually hurt anybody so much uh, right away as he just sort of stuns them for a moment or incapacitates them long enough for me to figure out what's going on. And oh, is that what there. that noise was? Yeah, squawks have this ability to sort of hypnotize creatures who are of a simple persuasion. 
especially animals. Okay. It's this. It's the noises that they make have that sort of hypnotic effect on certain individuals. I'm not here, but just for me, I need to know what does he eat. The squawk. The squawk. Uh, <laughs> he eats meat. Okay. Okay, so she wanders off to feed the squawk then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Rick Mosh? Yes? What was that reaction when you saw Henna? I, I haven't seen her. In, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I give him a pointed look. And he kind of sheepishly looks down and he goes, Well, Henna, you know... And it's kind of like my sister, I guess. Kind of like your sister. Mm-hmm. Makes a mental note to talk to Fury later. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. Did that answer the question for no. you? Yeah, I'm kind of suspecting things now. Because I'm not really believing that... Isn't Rick Mosh an orc? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okay. She's not his sister. Anyways. What? <laughs> no, she's not actually his sister. No. <laughs> I have suspicions. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... Who can I? Who would I go talk to to just to show them? You already plans? had your turn. Don't you want to know what I've been doing all this time? Yes, oh, we do. Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Vegetarian meal. <laughs> just like hanging out. Orange just got guns out. <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. I'm getting some bicep tans. <laughs> All right, Zavask. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything to do. You have anything you need to do? No, not particularly. Okay. He's more subtle. Then I gotta go give my, someone my plans. Wait, he was gonna say something. Oh, go ahead. My job was to to make sure Pippi got the the weapons and stuff, and that's been completed. So okay. So now he's gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Vanish. So, um, I don't know if you'd know in particular anybody who is in town who might be good at, at building this. I'm sure, you know. Pippi might know. Yeah, I'll go talk to Pippi. She'd probably be my first. And Derek and <laughs> Draco. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back for oh, you, hon. I was just talking to my pigeons. Right, I know. Hey, I've got these plans. You said you wanted, um, you wanted something, I don't know, on the list. Huh? To shoot rocks, fling them. Oh, siege engine. Like a catapult. Sure, siege engine. That was on the list. You've got a siege engine. I've got tiny one. Needs to be built. (laughs) I've got plans for it. You've got a unassembled model siege engine. Well, no, it's already assembled. I've got plans for a big one. I just need to speak to someone. Who would I talk to? Um, don't name off your pigeons. (laughs) Don't want to know. Well. Billy really knows how to... If you're going to talk to any pigeon that's going to build something, it's going to be Billy. But I don't think he's going to be able to build a catapult. Not from plans. Not from plans. He doesn't work from plans. Um, (laughs) But otherwise, (laughs) let him loose. Maybe... um, I guess if you just (laughs) give it to me with the rest of the supplies, I'll make sure um, that I go up to Silver's Blessing and see if I can... Or Silver's Refuge and see if I can find... Anybody with any engineering chops and see what we can have uh, done. Sure. Here you go. And here's my case full of notes. Not my real case full of notes, but here is a case, like a like a pamphlet of like my notes that I've scrawled out. 
Oh, to like, go how to build it. Yeah. Okay. All right, great. Um, I'll see what I can do. I just realized I never said goodbye to the guy at the store. <laughs> <laughs> Daffodil? Yeah, that guy. Let's go back and start over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no promises, but this well, is a I good mean, start. it's your lives, right? So you better get on it. I did what I could do. All right. Yep. Thanks. You're welcome. More wandering around town. Okay. Yeah, I don't Anything know. In particular, you anybody you're looking for, or do you want the map for the dwarven bookbinder? Okay, so you head up to Silver's Refuge, which is where the uh, it's across the river where they've set up the new cider press and over the river and the, through the press, the apple orchard with them through the trees. <clears throat> so they have to a the lot dwarven of tents. Bookbinder, I go. Sort of uh, ramshackle. New construction of buildings there. Oh, shush. This has been our most musical episode yet. <laughs> it sure <laughs> has. Uh, and you ask around for a little bit, and um, you do hear that the, the book binder's around, and you go over to sort of a shack where you're directed. Um, and th- that's where you think he is. <laughs> yes? Hi, I've got this dwarvish journal that I do not understand. The dwarvish, you say? Hi. Yes. I cry another tear. <laughs> You're not there. I hear it. I know it. It echoes across the river down into the main part of town. And the priest wizard sheds a tear. <laughs> dwarvish, you say? Come on in. And he throws open a... Um, You're becoming more Irish there. <laughs> yeah. He throws open a just the... Like leather that's in front of the door, and you see this really bookish-looking uh, dwarf with this big set of spectacles on. He's very old, um, still stout, but you know, kind of wizened and bow-legged. All right, all right, let me see it then. Hand it over. Yeah, he oh. became Irish. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fine binding. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any work you need me for on this here particular piece. It's more the a dwarven... Personal journal it is, is it? Yes, it's more the dwarven aspect I need assistance with. Well, Do you maybe have something like a dwarvish to elvish or some sort of dictionary? I don't know. I am a walking dictionary uh, translator. I, I've bound so many different books and my curiosity gets the best of me. I've never returned one I haven't read no matter what the language was. Okay. So, uh, you looking for me to read it to you, or? Sure, or... (laughs) Settle down there, lass. (laughs) Come on, come on inside, Mm -hmm. then. Reading it is. Would you like something to drink? We have some fine golden cider. Sure. All right. Would you like me to heat it up for you? Put a little cinnamon in it, would you? If you'd like, it's not necessary, though. Oh, yes, it is. If you're going to have cider, it's certainly necessary. <laughs> All righty, then. All right. So he spends a little bit of time in this 10 by 15 ramshackle thing that's part canvas and part wood, yet he still has, like, this little portable kitchen-type setup there. It looks like almost like a camping-style kitchen in one side of the room where the smoke is kind of venting out of the cracks above him. And he's mulling some cider over the fire, and he brings it back in a couple of enamel mugs and sits down next to a uh, 
a hooded lantern, and he removes the hood and reaches his hand out to, ah, might I have the book then? Hand it over. Okay. Again. For some reason, when he starts reading, his voice switches to Morgan Freeman, a la Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Four skull and seven years before. What did you what? just... Or Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's my Morgan Fre- Freeman reading. The... Gettysburg. No. <laughs> no. I'm sure you still didn't get it right. No, but I didn't get it that wrong. Well, God, goes through his files. I'd like to tell you that Glenn got out of that situation. I'd like to tell you a lot of things. Okay, everybody. Right, everyone do their Morgan Freeman accent in a round. Before we leave this table, me and Mike still have to sing something, so. (laughs) It was a dark day in Antarctica. (laughs) But the penguins. (laughs) When did Morgan Freeman turn into a fine southern genteel man? (laughs) Genteel man. (laughs) But the penguins. But the penguins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't handle the right, Savannah accent. Either, you do one now. Do one what? I'm Morgan Freeman. Okay. Right <laughs> okay. I'll do I'll do my favorite line. <laughs> sure. I can't allow I'm laughing too hard at the joke <laughs> I'm about to make. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nobody look at her. She won't. She'll stop laughing. <laughs> no, she won't. I could crush your skull like a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best of any of our Morgan Freemans. That uh, was pretty speak garbled. For oh, that was rough. And also fairly appropriate for Aaron to say. <laughs> That's my favorite line in Gone with the Wind. He was in right, Gone with the Wind. Amy. What? No, Morgan Freeman Morgan was Freeman. not in Gone with the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. Frankly, Muddy. <laughs> That's where the southern accent comes from. <laughs> Don't give a damn. Did you say cauliflower? Uh, all right. So uh, the journal reveals a, a few different things, and you spend, I guess, the afternoon and evening here yep. as he sort of goes through the journal and reads you some of the more interesting bits, I guess. Or we were sitting there, and he skims through weren't his just day-to-day activities, but sort of the more significant things. Well, today I built a bridge. Well, it was pretty. The journal reveals. <laughs> today I peed 17 times. Do I need to see a doctor about that? <laughs> there was blood in my stool this morning. <laughs> so much blood. It was the red tide that came in, in the privy. Now we know how he died. <laughs> What, Mike? I didn't hear what he said either, but it was Sam and Brooklyn. What did you say? He said something about blood in his stool, and I was thinking, oh, Grease Wizard might want to save that. There was enough. That's very thoughtful of you. To create a humunculus. Oh no! Oh dear! Uh, 
I thought I saw it move. <laughs> what? <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> uh, the journal reveals... Uh, so he sort of moves to the part about Navara. It says that Glynn met Navara when she was fleeing from Lamosh with this stone from the Temple of the Third Land. Uh, they fell in love in the forest, now known as Silverleaf. Um, then it was a silver mine beneath a huge old-growth forest. Navara told Glynn about Lamosh and her time spent there and how it was largely uh, underdeveloped and rich in resources. She spent about 30 years in Silverleaf with Glynn before she left. Glynn was certain it was because she grew weary of some of the sights, and particularly of watching the mine grow and the forest dwindle as it did, despite his best efforts to conserve it. Glynn and Navara's children, Grin and Glum, resented Navara. Uh, Glynn was aware of this. Not only for leaving, but also for curbing the business of the mine. It seemed that Glynn never had the connection with their children. They were too much like him and not enough like her. The kids were young, without great connection to their parents. Uh, they devoted themselves to the actual growth of the silver mine during those 30 years and spent very little time with either uh, Glynn or Navara. Glynn largely abandoned the mining business and left it to his sons and started building the city in the trees, hoping Navarra um, would return to dwell in it uh, after that 30 years was over. Slowly, Grin started helping him with it, but still spent most of his time in the mines. Grin and Glum's expansion of the mine took down a large elder tree in the forest, and they ignored Glim's reprimands. They think me useless, Glenn wrote, an old man blinded by heartbreak. And they are not wrong, but the mine is still of my making, and I will do what I will with it, was a rather uh, emphasized entry in the particular journal, or in this journal. The next entry from just a little bit later, which was maybe about 10 years after Navarro left, details Glenn's process for flooding the mine. He sold off all of his equipment and used the wealth to finish his city in the trees. Uh, the flooding actually made the city beautiful, but it was devastating, obviously, for the mining business and even for some of the um, underground communities that were nearby. Grin uh, helped his father finish the city in the trees for a while, hoping his mother might return. His father's passion convinced him uh, at least enough to try, and he did still have some fond memories um, for her, along with that sort of resentment that Glum held on to a little bit more strongly. Glum left the whole affair and lived for a while in the earth in the vast caverns of the mountains of Kufo, and then later moved to the 10,000 cities. Um, but he, after that, Glynn seemed to have lost touch with him and stopped writing about him. Grin seemed to stay with his father until his last entries. He was mentioned in some uh, just a few before the end. And Glynn actually wrote about Grin. He said, My son has been faithful despite, despite my mania, my 200 years of waiting at, at this point after all those other entries. He has endured on my behalf or for the love he had for his mother, but for nothing. 
I lived 30 years with my love and 30 years in the light of the stone that she carried, the stone that granted me great health and happiness. But it is my sons that I should have cherished, not the silver leaves of the treetops nor the stones of the earth, but grin the faithful one and glum the practical one that could not endure my follies. And that's the last entry in the journal. Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> so this means that Dern might have known Glum. Yeah, maybe Dern is Glum's son, and then you guys are related. <laughs> That's about the extent... Kind of. ...of uh, what you learn, I guess, unless you have any other questions about what you might be able to figure out from the journal. Other than the fact that the stone was with them, and then she left with the stone. Yeah, she did. Um, the stone was there uh, for that 30 years that she was there. Then she left. Uh, Glenn spent 200 years building the city and living in it by himself with only Glenn um, after the, the mine closed. And uh, I just was like 30, I said it was 30 years before he flooded the mine, and then that would make it like another 170 years that they lived there by themselves. Uh, building the city and expanding it. I wonder why he didn't mention his son when I was in the city with him. Then again, he was just a ghost. Ah, so uh, this is uh, quite a story you have here. This is... uh, Grin and Glam are, are famous in these parts. I'm sure this would fetch a pretty penny on the open market, it would. I'm going to keep it for now. I, I don't blame you at all. There's no money that's worth quite so much as a good book. Well, have any of them come looking for me at, at all? To figure mm-hmm. out where... Grease Wizard went back to the boom, bar. Boom, boom, boom! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your family! <laughs> you hear a knock on the door. Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Eva. If you just can't get enough Date Night on top of the episodes that you get every two weeks, I wanted to let you know about our premium episodes that are available on Podbean or directly at datenightpodcast.com. Now back to the action. Grease Wizard's back at the bar trying to figure out how to use Shape Earth to encrust the uh, clay bowl with the stones. Okay. Not bad. You do, like you use shape earth and you put all the stuff around it, and then you're like, ha the bowl. And about an hour later, when you pull it out of your pack to inspect it again, <laughs> all the stones are off of it. He oh. looks so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so like a jeweler in town, ta- like a bowl maker that I could have them you, there was a gem cutter who you talked to. Uh, Would it be a gem cutter? Time. Is that I w- is someone I'd be looking for? Uh, he was talking about settings and things like that. So all right, yeah, I'll go maybe. visit him. Did he have a name? Do you remember? Nope. I didn't. I don't, I don't usually ask. Yeah, I'm not sure if we said his name or not. All right. All right. Hello. Fill in name here. Gem cutter man. Hey, yeah, you're the fellow who sold me this fancy crown. He's got it on his head with, like, some 
cloth to make sure that it doesn't fall down around the side of his head. It's a very nice crown, yes. Yep, the people have been calling me king around here now. (laughs) 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 King? Yeah, they're calling me King of Raven Tree. (laughs) I'm the king of magic, though. Huh, cool. I don't know, but we're hunch. I touch my hat. And then the war began. Okay. <laughs> Roll a uh, charisma check. Aww. Uh, uh, it's a, no, no, no. I don't roll a charisma check. Uh, when I knocked You get a, to roll it with your magic instead. Uh, uh, DC 18 intelligence. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Why do these... Yeah, so seven plus eight. Okay. Fifteen. Wow. The king of magic. That is pretty impressive. Mm, more impressive than king of raven tree, I'd say. In most places. All right. Hey, listen, lesser king. Um, <coughs> Local king. Local king, right. Mm-hmm. Lesser local. Same thing. Um mm. I need this bowl to be uh, in, encrusted with these gems here. Uh-huh. What do you th- think about that? Oh, these gems look familiar. They are. the Beautiful gems you sold me. Mm-hmm. They are perfect. Uh, l- let me see. Is this bowl, is it important that it's this bowl? I mean, no, it just needs to be a clay bowl. I just like the color of this one. Mm-hmm. Because this bowl is made already. It might be hard to get the <laughs> gems in there. <laughs> like, if I, if we could make a new one, Fine. I could just stick them in. Yeah, all right. Make me a new bowl. Like, you do, think what you kind of that? setting do you want for them? Like, uh, let me see. Let me read my book. I pull out the six humors of the homunculus. Homuncul- okay. uh, let's see. No. This is blood. The section on blood. Um, yellow bile. Uh, I know. Um, Glad I'm not the king of magic. Hey, it's... Uh, it's a taxing thing, you know. Yeah. It's a living. It's a living. <laughs> uh, uh, just, uh, just a brand. bowl encrusted with the jewels that represent each humor. Yes. All right. Just like around the edges in a circle. Sure. That's easy enough. It needs to fit this much. And I un uh, I uncanister uh, Clippy <laughs> into my hand. It needs to be about... This much worth. That's a one. (laughs) Pick it up and save it. (laughs) I'm teasing. That's disgusting. I'll use my own. Thank you. Uh, Sleight of hand. hand. Sleight of hand. That's a (laughs) seventeen. That's a seventeen plus three twenty. I can see it. (laughs) crowd's there and you picked it up now where is it i don't know <laughs> come on give me the crown i'm the king of magic and that's how the war began all right listen <laughs> i'll give you the crown back you make me this bowl deal i got a 20 i got a 20 <laughs> he knew his crown fell <laughs> off <laughs> um i'll make the bowl for my standard fee, which is if how you much? Give me the crown back, which is how much? Or uh, 
it would be if you if you're not particular about the way that they're embedded. I mean, I, I want could them do around in a circle around the rim yeah. of it. Right. I don't know. It would be fast. I could probably do it for fifty silver. Oh bloody hell! Here, take the crown. Here, the, there you go. Okay. Uh, oh, it's got a little stuff on it. it just rubs it, places it back on his head. All right, the the bowl and the gems then. Yes. Okay. Um, I can probably have it ready in two days. Two days. Yeah. Thought you said it, you just finished saying it was quick. That is quick. How about this? I'll give you ten gold if you have it done by today. Ten gold. Mm-hmm. By right. today, it's got to have time to cure or whatever. I can have it to you in the morning if I work all night. Right. Do it. All right. Ten gold's worth it. You also spent ten gold on the original bowl. No, I think you got it. No, I got thrown it Thrown in free. with something. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Do you need that old bowl? No, you can have it. All right, because I'm feeling a little queasy. Oh, just take okay. it. Take it, please. Get it out. You're going to put Clippy back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do put him back in his little... Okay. Char. All right. Is he asleep? Yeah. He's asleep he's for asleep. like 23 hours out of the day or something. No, yeah. he's awake for like four hours. Is he? Yeah. Not that he does anything in those four hours. He could. Like what? I could talk to him. I can feed him. I can feed him. He can go. <laughs> he can gross out all <laughs> the other members of the party. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in a hut somewhere <laughs> listening to a journal being read. I'm not there either. Just in general. Mm. These are generally things Clippy does. Yep. All right. And, uh, Aaron, while you're out tanning, <laughs> Kalman shows up at about three in the afternoon oh, and just appears. God. Does he, like, poof into existence yes. in front of me? He just poofs out of the uh, dimensional portal. Oh, hi! Hey. Ah, I was... Sun's out, gun's out, huh? You know it. <laughs> All right. He sits down. Do- notices he doesn't have any sleeves. Opens his dome just to crack. Reaches in. Puts on a shirt. Tears the sleeves off and sits down next to you. Okay. Aww. And then the so, glare uh, reflects off of him. Blinds <laughs> everybody. So where you been? Uh, I had to go back to Mechanus. Can you control when you do that? Sometimes. But when the call comes... I've got to answer. So are you controlling at that time, or did the call come? Well, when the call comes, I can maybe wait for a few hours or so, but I've got to come in and make sure I get what I've got to get done done. See, I had to bring something back to Mechanus. I don't know why, but I had to. What did, oh, I'm not there. What did you have to bring back? Um, well, a shield? Oh, um, Dern's shield? Yeah, that's the one. The one with the fancy scales on it. Yeah. Well, I, weren't you supposed to keep that? Where'd you put it? I had to bring it back to Mechanus. And do what with it there? Well, I gave it to Ad Atlanta. Oh, I guess that's fine then. I guess. She's in Mechanus. I'm not there. Hmm. Okay, then. I don't know what she did with it. She just told me she needed it. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say to that. What are we doing? We Um, heading off to Labyrinth? Oh, we already did that. Oh. 
we did labyrinth. We um, okay. yeah. It, you didn't miss much, really. Okay. There there were some blights and the shambling mound, hmm. and um, you know, uh, we met Kira's half brother. Oh, neat. so that was weird. Yeah, he's other. He's other half dwarf. Okay. Uh, and there was a drow. This is all going over at Calvin said. Like, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep going until you stop me. <laughs> I lied. No, I was. That was actually a cry for help. I'm begging you to stop me. That's great. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm gonna go for a walk. Okay. Are Are you going to go to the Underdark with us? We're. I think we're leaving soon. I don't know what's going on. Nobody tells me. The Underdark. Um. That's by the temple, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely need to go to the temple. Why? Um, I gotta talk to somebody. Is it Victor? Um, I don't... Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Aaron, can I tell you something? You can tell me anything. (laughs) Um... I don't know why, but I feel like this has all gotten kind of dangerous, right? I mean, it never felt dangerous, but all of a sudden it feels like like I could have died at any moment. Uh, that seems about par for the course. Um, and I made a promise that if I ever felt like this got too dangerous, I would stop. Who did you promise? Victor. <laughs> Was that in the pages and pages? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So, I'm going to go as far as the temple, but I might not be coming into the Underdark. But you're useful. I mean, you're our friend. <laughs> Subtle. I know. You're useful too we're all very useful well we're two we're four we're six we're eight (laughs) we're shunting trucks and hauling freight (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) we're the very useful crew okay (laughs) i've totally forgotten how to do aaron's voice today in case you couldn't tell all right um but I guess, can you help me when it comes time to tell the others? Yeah, you know I'm good at subtlety and breaking things That's to people easy. That's why I easy. thought about you. Yeah. Because I have, you know, I have, I don't know if you know it, but I have trouble talking sometimes. I noticed you had trouble stopping talking. I'm getting better <laughs> with the talking, but I still, I still have trouble. And I think... Kira is going to lose it if I tell her I'm not going to go. Because ever since Dern left, I just get that feeling. Okay. Well, I don't think she's not going to lose it if I tell her, but, you know. Yeah, but you're big. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but, like, you... I'm going to go throw some rocks in the river. Okay, buddy. (laughs) He goes off. In the middle of your sentence, <laughs> to go throw rocks in the river unless you follow him. 
Uh, no, I'm good, actually. <laughs> That's okay. The rest of the day spent around, probably spend the night in Raven Tree. I would assume so. Leave for the Underdark in the morning. All right. Kira wanders into the inn late at night. Wait, is did we ever establish if Zev is planning on going to the Underdark with us? No, we did yeah. not. Zev, actually, while you're back in town, uh, Alani finds you, um, comes over and starts talking to you. Zev asks, "Yes, um, I've spoken to Pippi, and you've brought him back. You've brought him. <laughs> brought this is Orkish." <laughs> Uh, sorry, let me speak in common. Let me speak in common. Chef. You've gotten back in lots of gear. Bumpin' a corn. Okay. You've gotten back in lots of gear. This is going to go a long way. Um, but... The others have been talking about going through the Underdark, I understand. Is that true? I have heard that, yes. Do you know what their plan is? I'm legitimately trying to remember if I was, if Zev was there when the whole plan was discussed or if they've just been talking about going to the Underdark. <clears throat> I don't, I I don't know. remember. I do not remember. I don't think so. I let's no, assume that who, we talked wait. about it at some point. Okay. I feel like Kira along have. the road. Oh, okay, on the road. Again. Okay, I didn't know if we were trying to be secretive. <laughs> it's just coming to you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, something about stopping a third plague by going through the underdark down to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do like a half and half. Okay. Um, do you think you could wrangle up the rest of the party and come talk to me under the raven tree tonight? I suppose I could try, although I have to mention, they have not been the biggest fan of me. I think the the short one is coming around, but the rest of them, uh, I will try. Zavask, we've given you the sword of a leader. Start acting like it. Okay. These are two extremely gentle-voiced characters. <laughs> this is so soothing. <laughs> it won't last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I go over. We'll start with uh, GW. Uh, I come out in a towel. <laughs> where? A towel where? <laughs> it's underneath my armpits. <laughs> but it's a little bit too high. Like, it's it's underneath my armpits going all the way around, but it's a little too Uh hard. I disagree, because it's an orcish towel, and you're a gnome. It's a hand towel I'm using. <laughs> I hate you. Because the orcs are very known for their hand towels. What's <laughs> oh, an in? Are your chaps on or off? They're all, I just got out of the shower. Okay. But are they on or off? <laughs> That's a good question, though. No, I think they'd be off. Okay. I'm sorry. Her, Do you not even ask who's there before you open the door naked? I, th- I feel like I'm covered. Okay. <laughs> All right, what is it? Wait, feel like you're covered or are covered? <laughs> I'm not. Because there's a very different reaction. I'm not, but I feel like I am. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's looking up. What, what, Alani, I'll eyes? get it all. Get, what is it? Alani has requested us to come. No, look to... me in the eye. Tell me what, what do you need. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Alani has uh, requested us to see her at the Raven Tree at, um, this evening. All right. Oh, that, that, that was easy. I'm going to Door go closes. tell the, the others. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still outside? Uh, no, this inside? is later, right? Like later in the day? Um, well, I mean, this is sort of what Zev was doing while you were doing some of the other stuff. So it might be later, like right after you talking with Calman. Okay. Maybe. I'm around. Okay. Um, can I bother you for one moment? What is it, New Dern? I do not know this person. Everybody keeps calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, Alani wants us to meet her at the Raven Tree at uh, midnight this evening. Well, that's past my bedtime, so... Could you perhaps extend your bedtime just this once? Well, it's not like I have an alarm clock or something. Like, you know, I'm not going to know exactly when midnight is. Okay. Um, I never know what's going on anyway. Just catch me up in the morning. I can come and <laughs> let you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is much harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> the Grease Wizard is coming. Good for him. I will check with you later. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Aren't angry <laughs> Well, after she has a snack, she's like, never mind, I'll be there. <laughs> she downs a go-go squeeze. It's a granola bar. <laughs> so then I go, I can hear the, the, the dwarf reading to her, and I'm just like sitting out there waiting, trying not to over, not to overhear anything. Yeah, two hours later, after you were yeah. waiting outside, Kira comes out. I wasn't <laughs> listening. Huh? What? Hi. Oh, um, Hi. Yeah, uh, Alani wants us to meet her at the Raven, the Raven Tree at midnight. Oh, okay. Are you coming? Uh, yes. Okay. As well as the others from the, the party. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I pensively walk off towards the inn to get some dinner. All right. I'm going to go ahead over to the Raven Tree and just kind of sit with my sword. Just to wait there for the next eight hours. Just Baba Ganoush is there when you get there at the bottom of the tree, just going kind of... Oh, Raven Tree, give me your leaves, please. And you see one of the little... It's a musical Actually... The uh, limbs of the tree come down a little bit and drop like three leaves into her hands. Is she secretly a bard? Is that where we're going with this? And she just starts. Um, she Spitting puts them into on them. her um, mortar and starts mashing them with the pestle and puts them into a little baggie that she puts around her neck. And she goes, Oh, Zavask. Oh, hello. You want some time with the tree? If that is all right. I am perfectly done. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything I can do for you? Um, maybe when I was a few years younger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she pinches your cheek really hard. <laughs> and then slaps the other cheek 
That's a good boy. Nothing, nothing at all. Don't mind me. Okay, well, you have a wonderful day. You too. Such a respectful young man. Okay. So, um, you sort of just wait around for the rest of the night, is that the idea? I eat my nice food. Get a good, get a nice good meal here mm-hmm. in Raven Tree. Yo, Hayes home cooking. Mm-hmm. Which is Bathe. the best. Yeah, you're bathing. I'm just and trying to meditate on the, the blade just to kind of figure out, you know, because I've only had this thing for like a couple of days and right. it's, it's done some weird crap I've never seen before and... Yeah, so while you're there uh, at the Raven Tree waiting for everyone, and you have quite a few hours... I finished my bottle of liquor at this point. After sitting there for probably <laughs> you for an hour track and a half, that. you hear um, whispers, it sounds like, maybe starting to come from the blade. Because the Vosk has an intelligence of seven... <laughs> He picks up the blade and just with his ear again. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you yeah. steal my soul? I'm sorry. What is Sam saying? <laughs> Sam's not saying anything. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> I love the fact that all three of you guys immediately, <laughs> in perfect sync, started doing the Foley work on this. That was awesome. We were very helpful. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was good. I was saying, Daddy, can I go to Chuck E. Cheese? (laughs) (laughs) And I whispered loudly, why did you steal my soul? I I was just making noises. (laughs) I didn't know we were supposed to be doing jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes, 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 jokes. I can't breathe. daddy. Lucky Charms, they're magically delicious. Why is the animatronic kind looking at me? They're always after me, Lucky Charms. I think Grimace is This is an audio podcast, and I can only edit the loudness so much. I think Grimace is sexy. I don't think Grimace is in the Chuck E. Cheese band, is he? No, he's a McDonald's character. Sam just needed to get his opinion out there. crossover ever. Continuing on, <laughs> so. welcome to my Chuck E. Cheese slash Grimace fan fiction. Oh. You hear a whisper. <laughs> you hear a whisper of boisterous laughter. I'm sorry. Gonna rub my eyebrows. I'm sorry. Back in order. Savast. Y- yes. Savast. Yes. Savast. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Release the soul to me. I, what? The soul. And you see the rune on the, uh, on Faubert sort of glowing uh, more brightly than it was. Send it to me. Zev just tries to focus really hard on the rune and Zev asked the soul has lingered here too long it has taken a second body you did well to destroy that body 
Now send the soul to me. How, how, how do I do that? Speak my will, and it will be sent. My will. No. (laughs) (laughs) Command it, and it will be sent. Go. (laughs) Shoo. (laughs) Yes. Go on, scram. I don't want you here. Be, Be gone. And as you say that, and with a little bit more confidence, the <laughs> the rune um, glows extremely bright, and you watch this sort of incorporeal form, uh, sort of as a mist, and then taking the shape of this old orcish man, uh, this really just scarred and hunched form, just take its shape and then all of a sudden just disperse up into the clouds. And then you just hear the voice say, There are many more. And I think that's where we'll pick up in three weeks. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.